Welcome to Dear Diaries Wife School, sharing God's blueprint for kingdom marriages. I'm your host, Rosabee Theok, and you can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and our website at www.deardiaries.co. Stay tuned. I had promised to share a dream with you guys. After I had the dream and God was just saying, you know, Rosabee, this all ties with um, the coronation of King Charles. And then I heard a prophetic man speak about God giving the men back their seats. They're coming back into their roles. I had a dream that I was going to this mechanic. I had a bike, um, a motorcycle bike. I don't know, how, what do you call it? A motorcycle that didn't belong to me as you can see i don't even know how you call it because i don't ride motorcycles i'm scared of them so i was taking to the shop a motorcycle that did not belong to me it belonged to a man i was taking it to the shop telling the trying to explain to the mechanic what was wrong with the the bike didn't know what was wrong with the bike but yet i'm there taking the bike to the shop so I had to call the owner to ask him to tell me what was wrong to the, with the bike so that I can relay it to the mechanic. So I left the bike with the mechanic and I'm with my nephew. So then I walk out of the shop and I see a man, but he looks like Malik Yoba. And I guess for me, Malik Yoba represents a alpha male, a strong man, you know, just a manly man. So that's what Malik Yoba represents to me and so Malik was saying you know he was telling me that he he's gotten a promotion and he's a sheriff and I was like oh that's cool you know and and he was excited about it and stuff and I was like yeah okay that's nice he was like do you want to see the car and I was like yeah sure show me the car and um now remember my demeanor because then I'll, I'll give you explanation of what God interpreted later on so I take my nephew and we're going to, to his car. And the car is huge. It looks like um, the big parade uh, platform that they use and it kind of is dressed up um, like a sheriff's car. I get into the car and sit on the edge and he sits, he goes in and sits in the middle. My nephew comes in and I'm trying to, and I'm, my nephew's playing at the edge. And so the car begins to move and forward. And then that's when I realized um, that there were other, two other men in the car. One of the men were T.D. Jakes and some other guy that I don't know. I saw my nephew at the edge and there was no, it was like a railing and then there was an opening and he was by the opening where he could get hurt. And I said, Liam, come. And, and instead of putting Liam on the inner part, I put Liam on the outer part of the um, chair, but where the railing was. You know, they're having conversation, and Malik says the car seat is, um, is hard like a woman's butt, but he said ASS in, in the dream. And I was like, hey, whoa, you know, there's a child here. You shouldn't, you shouldn't talk like that. And then he goes, he gets quiet. He got quiet. And then from then on, he was just like this in the dream or like this. And so, yeah, he was like this in the dream. So he's just sitting there. And so T.D. Jakes began to say, you know, sometimes we feel like we need to say something about what someone said. And, um... 
and then I interrupted T.D. Jakes and I was like, oh no, no, I didn't mean that, you know, he's a bad person and for what he said, I know he's a good person. You know, I'm just saying that there's a child here and he shouldn't speak that way. Then the friend said something, I don't know what the friend said. T.D. Jakes tried to speak again and then I interrupted T.D. Jakes again and then uh, the friend interrupted T.D. Jakes. The last part of the scene was Malik never said anything else. He never said another word. The last thing that Malik did in the dream was he removed his pants and I, and I woke up from the dream. I woke up from the dream and I was like, dang, like wow. His action was such a powerful statement. Immediately I already knew what Malik did was so powerful, it spoke volumes. I was just waiting on the Lord and immediately, sure enough, the Lord came and he said, let me tell you about the interpretation about the dream. He said, and he was just going down the line. And the Lord said, first of all, you were taking to the shop something, a role of a man. Like you were taking to the shop, you didn't even know anything about the car but you wanted to be in control. And so you took the, took the person's, the man's vehicle, took it to the shop and didn't even know what was wrong with it. You couldn't even tell them what was wrong with the car. I mean, with the, with the motorcycle, but you had to call to find out you were, not, you were not supposed to be doing that. Then, so that's one. Second thing, the second thing was Malik came to me to tell him about his promotion I couldn't even take the time to celebrate him and to praise him for his accomplishment the Lord said we don't we do not celebrate our men enough for the things that they do the accomplish the accomplishments I was supposed to make that the biggest thing I've ever heard of since sliced bread I was supposed to like wow my goodness you are amazing. He said, our men are not celebrated. I didn't even take the time to celebrate him, to acknowledge his accomplishments. I was just like, oh, that's great. And he wanted to show me his car. So I was like, okay. You know, and I just wasn't excited. I wasn't giving him back the energy that he was giving me for his accomplishments. He's like, women, we gotta be careful. We gotta do better. We gotta, ex we gotta, we gotta celebrate them for the things that they do. Celebrate them for going to work. Celebrate them for, yeah, for doing their roles. Moms, we are celebrated all the time for being moms, for raising our children. We don't celebrate our men for being strong, for, for being the, the foundation that everybody gets to walk on. That's what they are. They're the foundation and everybody's walking. To, um, my pastor said that. He said, he said, we're the we're the we're the um foundation of the house. And he's like, nobody's saying, oh wow, what a great foundation. Let's this is sturdy. He's we don't do that. We celebrate the decor, everything else that the woman has done, the 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 pictures of the children. We celebrate all of that, but we don't celebrate the the strength that's holding everything together. That was lesson two. Number three, I came into the car 
and I sat in the most dangerous area and brought the kid to sit down. I didn't allow Malik as the man to sit on the outer, outer part of the rail to protect me and the child. But I thought that I could do a better job and so I sat on the, on the side of the, the, the rail that was opened. So number four, obviously correcting the man in front of a child in front of his peers and in front of a leader. That's a no-no. Again, God calls us to honor our husbands. And then I told you guys in another um, in another episode, I said that God said, treat your husband as if you would treat God. And so you wouldn't be correcting God in front of anybody. You wouldn't be doing that. I did that in the dream and God said, that's unacceptable. I believe T.D. Jakes represented God. I was interrupting God. I was interrupting a, another leader so that I can say what I wanted to say. Then the, the other guy was interrupting um, T.D. Jakes in the dream, I believe, who represented God. We, were, we just weren't, weren't listening to the wisdom that was being given at the moment. And then the last thing that Malik did was he removed his pants. Now there's a saying where they say, who wears the, the pants in the relationship? And God said, that is a silly thing to say. This is where society has gotten it wrong. I guess you can ask that question to, to for evaluation, but the man always wears the pants. And so when, when Malik removed it, he made a powerful statement. He said, oh, well, I'm not the man in this relationship. And he removed it. And I was like, damn, wow, that's bad. I, I woke up knowing that was bad. But here's another thing, a bonus. When you continue to treat your husband that way, the way I was in the dream, I said to you, Malik stayed silent for the rest of the dream, he didn't continue speaking. You know what he did? And a lot of women don't realize that, especially those who are already in, in, a, in a marriage. Malik withdrew his presence. He withdrew his voice. He withdrew his participation. He withdrew his essence. And sometimes you need to ask yourself, where is that husband of mine who used to speak a lot, share his self with me? And when, if you see him silent in that talking, you have to ask yourself, has my husband removed his essence out of our relationship? I'm telling you that dream was so powerful. It shook me and the Lord was just showing me like, you guys have to be careful. You may, you may not think is not a big deal, but if you want the love that God has for you, you want the the you want your husband to find himself sharing himself with you and not withdrawing his essence from you, keep honoring him. Honor him. And if you have been dishonoring him and doing these things that that God had mentioned to me in this dream, repent. Ask God how can you fix it? Obviously, you know you can fix it by changing the way you speak to him changing the way you or when you speak to him 
Make sure it's not, it's not in front of a child. Make sure it's not in front of his peers and leader. He's the king of your house. I know you don't like to hear it. That's what the Lord wants. And if you want what the Lord wants, you'll do what the Lord wants. It's God or not God.